Hi, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. My website is NARC Troopers, and there you will find many resources to help you on your recovery journey following a relationship with a cluster B disordered individual. Today's topic is the fabric of our world is unraveling. Yes, the fabric of our world is unraveling and the narcissist prepared us for all of it. Yep, we are ready to rock and roll. You know, the horrors of our world magnify with each passing day, it seems like. Innocent little boys and girls are massacred in their classrooms, their little bodies shattered beyond recognition. The war crimes in Ukraine amplify as a ruthless psychopathic man on a mission sanctions rape and torture and, and slaughter of babies and children and women and elderly men and innocents and all of that. The world is scorched as the um, Indian subcontinent has reached 148 degrees recently and all, all this time water and crops dry up like dust and millions suffer. There's famine in our world. The COVID pandemic, that's, it's not over and the masses refuse to acknowledge it and they live in this lethal denial that endangers not only the weak and vulnerable among us, but threatens to create an environment ripe for growing new mutations and subvariants that may eventually wipe out half of the planet. You know, it's not the last pandemic. Climate change forces humans and animals to intersect in dangerous ways in order to survive. And this becomes the genesis of countless new killer pathogens and viruses. I, I think at this point it seems inevitable that our economy is going to fail and there's going to at least be a recession and maybe something worse. Um, food supply shortages are not just going to be limited to baby formula as grain is captive in Ukraine and uh, droughts and and floods destroy crops worldwide and the supply chain is interrupted. You know, famine is spreading like contagion all over, all over the world. You know, other systems will fail. The energy grid, they're already talking about that. I moved to California and here, now that I'm here, I hear about Lake Mead is almost dry as a bone. And when it goes, Where's the water coming from? Uh, you know, they're still building houses all in all in that that area, like in Las Vegas, and and there's no water there. There's in Arizona, in New Mexico, California. Um, it's not good. Um, healthcare system, not just the energy grid, but our healthcare system is is failing in many ways. Is set to fail. It can't support some of the the, you know, all of these people that are still getting COVID, one out of five of them are getting long-term disability. 
Look it up. That's a fact, scientific fact, documented. And I think it's worse than that. I think it's more than one in five. I have long COVID and it's, I can tell you, it is for real. I live in a place where I'm very fortunate. They have a long COVID um, clinic research facility that's doing trials and, you know, investigating what it is, but that's at Stanford. And I'm lucky to be here at Stanford and have access to treatment for long COVID, but a lot of people don't. And um, what's healthcare going to do? What what are all of our systems going to do when all of these people with disabilities start showing up, you know, in the next year or two or three um, with, you know, all kinds of, of symptoms from from that? You know, our, our justice system seems to be uh, lurching along in a, in a most, um, you know, difficult and awkward kind of way. Um, all kinds of problems with the justice system. We know what those are. I won't list them for you. Um, school systems, eventually school systems will fail, you know, because higher education is already uh, seeing profound change and not in a good way. They're at risk. People are questioning the value of having a college degree now. It's no guarantee you're going to have a job in a world that is unraveling. Uh, the poles may be shifting, planets colliding. People are becoming more desperate and angry and afraid. And this all breeds more violence and hate. So it seems like all that is sort of the forecast for our future, sort of an unavoidable collapse and dystopian landscape caused by greed and apathy and ignorance and selfishness and unfettered capitalistic um, um, lust for power and for money. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's probably too late to avoid a global cataclysm, you know, Mother Earth has had enough and can't really sustain us. It's going to get bumpy. I think it's already started, right? You see that. You feel it. I, I know you do. You just stop and take a look around at everything, not just one piece of it, but everything. And so I've spent the last five minutes talking to you about all the things that are wrong in the world around us. But here's my point. My point is that some of us have been in sort of a, a kind of hell boot camp where we have suffered anguish of the soul unlike anything anyone could imagine. We have walked through fire, even self-immolating um, and burning, you know, from the inside out. Immolation is, you know, you pour the gasoline on yourself and drop a match. Uh, it's kind of like that, you know, we've, we've crawled on our hands and knees, bloody from the shards of contempt and annihilation that the narcissist left behind for us, only to arrive at deserted temples where prayers can't rise or lift up because our mouths are filled with ashes and dust. We have seated ourselves in dark corners, tearing tiny scraps of hope from books 
with no pages and wearing them like tokens of our pain. We have been abandoned, tortured, erased, and forgotten. We surrendered our souls to a narcissist who lost theirs a long time ago. We loved without borders, a person who knows not what that means. We remained devout and hopeful long after there was nothing left. We died when they murdered us, accepting the blade with stupid shock. Now today, death is winning. But we, the victim slash volunteer, and I do think it's a little bit of both, the victim volunteer who couldn't leave our mentally unwell and spiritually bankrupt partner, we are ready. We are fearless. We defeated death to live another day, and we continue to defeat death every day that we keep breathing. What we have learned that has prepared us for this moment, well, let me share a few things I think we've learned. We've learned that nothing is what it appears to be and nothing lasts forever. We learned that the only thing you can truly trust and depend on is yourself. We learned that when you are injured, do triage, care for the wound, and protect yourself. We learned that the darkness is not so scary when you have the right armor to defeat it. We learned that your chances of survival are better if you find your tribe. We learned to trust our intuition and because that intuition is going to tell you when you're in danger and it's going to say run. We've learned to listen to that. We have learned don't dwell on what is lost. Stay in the now and prepare for what's coming. We have learned to help others because it helps you to heal yourself. We have learned to find small things to be grateful for and to practice this gratitude daily. We have learned to forgive those who killed you because they are too sick to know what is right. And if they do have some inkling of that it is wrong, then they have no conscience, no ethics, no morals, no guilt, no remorse. Nothing that would stop them from murdering us. Um, you know, these are just a few of the things that come to mind. You know, there, there's a lot of other things that we have learned from our time spent with, with this person who has narcissistic personality disorder. You know, they live in a delusional fantasy land that is, that is their prison, leaving them dependent on ever-changing fresh fuel and supply. But we, we are self-actualized, independent, and whole. No need to cover it in sugar and plop a juicy red cherry on top of a mountain of, of poop, you know. We, we can see 
the unvarnished truth we can look at this world that we live in and see the harsh realities we can see the tragic future heading our way and we don't even flinch we the victim volunteers who loved this person who was mentally unwell we are now veterans we are veterans because we have lived in a war zone and we know how to fight for our lives we have built our bunkers and collected an arsenal to defend our borders never will we be violated captive tortured and murdered again let the world burn to the fucking ground we should have done better we should have stopped the carnage while we could we are all complicit in one way or another because in the end we all get what we deserve so let's get ready you know for what's coming we we failed to listen to the warnings along the way but we are battle ready we are warriors we know how to soldier on we are soldiers in this war for our lives for our soul for what they did to us for surviving that you know not everyone survives not everyone survives this i in the three years since i was discarded i have known people who did not make it they didn't so we have to leverage this new strength that we have been forced to find to be able to just keep breathing we need to take that strength and use it for what is coming for us in the future it's not a narcissist or a psychopath or a sociopath that's coming for us it's a world full of problems but we're ready because if we could survive what they did to us what we let them do what we stuck around and allowed them to do day after day week after week maybe year after year or decade after decade if we lived through that we can survive anything i brought my marshmallows for the bonfire and some truly hard seltzer for the thirsty so come on guys grab a seat gather round let's get ready pick up our armor grab our ammunition get that toolbox get it ready you know because we got this s'mores anyone <music>